Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, the only man to ever beat Hulk Hogan at SummerSlam, Mr. DJ. Yo, what up? <laughs> like, I have no reason to understand that. And my other brother, the only man to actually make out with Tom Holland after he turned legal, Mr. Mustard himself. How's it going, everybody? So, <laughs> we watched we watched the movie yesterday for our Patreons, which we finally have the details worked out. We're going to announce it here in just a second. And uh, it was one of the most cathartic, draining obtuse experiences I think we've ever shared as not only friends, but a podcast. You guys want to chime in on it? It was crap. I, mean, uh, I felt like I was literally watching a sci-fi originals movie. With slightly better effects. Yeah, very slightly, yeah. Like, if sci-fi, if sci-fi is like on a solid three... These guys pumped it all the way up to a to a major to a five. four, you know, to a five. Yeah, <laughs> God damn it, dude. I don't know. I see some decent sci-fi original movies. This, this well, was... like Sharknado. Maybe <laughs> it, it kept you on your toes. I would have watched. I would have rather watched Sharknado than that piece of shit. If I'm being honest, oh, you know that's the thing. No. It's like you know, when it comes to bad movies. It's one of those. You can get through bad movies that they're at least entertaining in some way. Yeah. Yeah. This. Oh my gosh. Uh, no. Like, like Starship Troopers is one of those movies. It's really <laughs> bad, but it's so fun to fucking watch because there's so much going on, like the lines and everything. It just works. But like that Doom movie was just. Oh man. I think I literally think it like drained my fucking chi energy that I had for the day because like I I literally like fucking when I got off that laptop and I like stood up I was just like, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I I joined you guys. I, we all took a nap. That thing was so draining. I, I think that's the most we've ever talked while roasting a movie. Like, usually we let them get some lines in, you know what I mean? We'll play off of, like, the characters and stuff. But we were just, like, straight just talking over it, dude. Like, the whole time. We've done that before. But this one was, like, what movie? <laughs> you know, yeah, Where's I mean, we'll just be sitting in the room just talking. Where's the script? Yeah. Oh, and for clarification, that's the Doom movie that's currently on Netflix, not the one with The Rock. Doom Annihilation. We did do The Rock one as well, yeah. and it's also going to be available on our Patreon. Um, Let's just announce the Patreon right now. Let's just get it over with. That's yeah. what I was about to say. Okay, so we finally narrowed it down after three fist fights and two oil wrestling matches that ended in a draw. We have dislocated knee. No, he dislocated my fucking knee in the oil pit, dick. I did. That was you. That was you and DJ, man. I was, I was part of the sumo wrestling one. Anyways, we had a plethora of games. We, we, it was like the hunger, <laughs> it was like the Hunger Games to get hungry. Uh, we finally narrowed all of this down. Uh, a lot of Patreons they asked for they asked for, for asked for a decent amount of money, right? I, I'd say 
Like, I know you guys listen to some shows and they have Patreons and they're like, oh yeah, give us $5, give us $10, give us 15 and 50 We're such basic bitches here. And uh, we, we know that our content isn't exactly worthy of <laughs> $15. It is, but like, I'll, like at the same time, we know what it's like to be an average person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we don't... You know, there's a there's a very blind like line to like people like that. Like, oh yeah, it's just twenty five ninety nine a month. It's a, you know, it's a normal payment. You know, get you. Every, and we're like, dude, that's like three months of food. <laughs> three, three months of food. <laughs> that's a lot of ramen. <laughs> okay, apparently we're not operating on the same level here. Huh? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, hey, the two for the two for two fifty hot dogs at any gas station. You're right, though. That is about two months of food. Uh, anyways, we have decided to go ahead and uh, roll this out, and the Patreon page itself will be set up by the time this episode hits the air. And that is um, probably going to be patreon.com forward slash VT Network. And the three tiers we have is the first blood tier, which is your name in the credits of every episode, which we thank you. Uh... Our UAV tier, which is access to the post shows that come out on Wednesdays, or are going to come out on Wednesdays. Also, your name in the credits with a personal thank you from all of us. And that is the airstrike uh, tier, which is the $5 tier. Gets you access to the post show, the movie reviews, your name in the credits in the, in the credits of the episode. And we read your name aloud at the end of every episode. And that's we it. We have credits. Uh, yeah, every time I put up an episode, we have credits underneath, like our social media and stuff. Woo! I... <laughs> so, yeah, well, we'll uh, those are the three tiers. Um, First Blood, UAV, Airstrike. So, um, yeah, if you, if you don't have the time to support us with your time, consider chucking us a buck. I think uh, I think the five dollars is reasonable for the movie reviews because we have six now in the can, and those are going to be those are going to be released monthly. Uh, the post shows are going to be released uh, three two days afterwards uh, on Wednesday from uh, from uh, the initial episode, and that's uh, that should they be released like at the same time as the show though? No, because it's, it's a post show. It's not a. Well, yeah, but it's more content. Also, I kind of want to, kind of want a little bit of a de- digestion period uh, between the two. Huh. All right. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, so yeah, the post shows is where we wrap up. We talk about, we talk a little bit more candidly about things. We we let ourselves be ourselves a little bit more than we do on the show. Uh, we try not to get too heavy, but sometimes it happens. Either way. So that is one, three, and five. More than likely it's gonna be patreon.com forward slash VT network. Uh, consider supporting us, please. We had to redo a couple of post shows because DJ kept dropping the N bomb. <sighs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Look, man, just because they're from Norway doesn't mean you can call them Norse. <laughs> Says you. just fucking rude. Dude, that's just fucking like insensitive as fuck, bro. Like seriously, man. Damn. Hey, I'm sorry. I don't get nice. I get Norse. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. <laughs>
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking ERB line. Uh, let's see this, because this is from Kotaku. And, of course, I saw this article, and I knew it was going to be on the podcast, and I didn't want to talk about it. Uh, this is called The Cost of Being a Woman Who Covers Video Games. And I honestly don't think this stigma has held up very well. But we're going to we're gonna take a look at it as soon as I crack this real quick. Hold on a moment. Just got to... Just got to... Yeah. Oh, we do? Okay. Getting... <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> that sounded so wrong. <laughs> sounded, that sounded like the end of a horror movie right there. Oh, Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers is trifling, all right? <laughs> hey, hey, don't don't be quoting my new legal defense. All right, let's see. What? <laughs> Objection, your honor. <laughs> These neighbors be trifling. All right, so let's let's zoom this. Damn in, it! This is horrible. Stumbled on that sword. All right. There. Right, let me know when you guys can see this. You blind bats. Now we're good. All right. So let's 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 just delve into this. This is this is an article by Maddie Myers on Kotaku. Now, for those of you who don't know Kotaku, take this with... A, 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 a mountain a, of salt. Yeah. Kotaku's, a nanogram of salt. Kotaku's not exactly the most reliable when it comes to anything. I'm smelling the SJW off this article. Can you? Can you really smell it? Oh, dude, I'm smelling it hardcore, bro. It's all uh, up my nostril. No, I'll tell you, dude. Let's get into this. Now that it's 2020, I keep thinking about how it felt to be a woman running about gender in video games back in 2010. Okay, ten years ago, <laughs> ten years ago, the gender imbalance in the video game industry was not as seen as a problem to be solved so much as a mundane and largely unquestioned reality. It wasn't uncommon for notable women who worked in the video game industry to be fetishized, harassed, or both. In 2007, uh, game designer Kathy Sierra gave up her career in the public life after being harassed and threatened online. At the time, the incident was considered somewhat unusual, but wasn't clocked as portrait uh, as portent of what Sierra described in a 2014 Wired editorial as the slow city increase of both in frequency and horror of online harassment. Uh, in the years to follow, the most popular video games of the day weren't made by women, weren't about women, and were pretty, pretty limited to portraying a certain type of gruff, macho man, power fantasy, Call of Duty's nope, multiplayer... Nope, nope. alright, I'm turning my ears off. I don't give a fuck. I'm good. Go ahead. Call of Duty multiplayer <laughs> had no female character option until 2013, despite proclaiming it depicted modern warfare. Uh, Halo Reach, which came out in September 2010, included the option that last to play as either female or male Spartan, although the game didn't change based on this decision. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with Buster right now. I, this is painful to read. What the fuck is this? Hey, 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 no JoJo's. <laughs> hey! yeah, no, I'm sorry, jo JoJo needs to save the day. I can't. This, this dude. is this is big dude. Not, like, not, that's always time like for a JoJo reference, right? <laughs> 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 I can't read this article anymore. I'm sorry. I, I, I honestly Some if I can role playing games. Of the yeah, era, I, I like can't believe you. This is allowed you to play as a man or woman. Tripe. 
And all of these games also considered also featured no significant change to the story if you did so. They were nonetheless <laughs> heralded. I don't like you trying to try to power through this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what? Oh, what the fuck? Okay, I was being fair. I was trying to get through this. Now you just pissed me off. The best known games of the era that forced you to play as a woman were gender swapped of more famous fictional men. Laura Croft being a sexy lady version of Indiana Jones. Joanna Dark being a sexy lady version of James Bond. This is why I hate video games. It appeals to the male fantasy. <laughs> Oh Have you my guys God. see that fucking meme? That's literally all I think of when I this hear this. Is, fucking this is our Nita Sarkeesian 101. Oh my God, dude. The short One, list of exceptions zero, to all of this, such as the character Jade and Beyond Good and Evil, were held up as proof like, that gaming is not had more options for what they assumed to be a tiny minority of women who had any interest in playing. I got bad fucking news for you, lady. For about 15 to 20 years. About forty to fifty percent of all fucking gamers are made up of or women. Male, or women, right? Yeah, women. No. Dude, fucking okay. I don't get what this bitch is going on about because have you ever played <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege, dude? It has like twenty five female operators. Like and that game has been around since two thousand twelve, bro. Like what are you fucking talking about? Two thousand thirteen. 2013, excuse me, the game's six fucking years old and it has multiple women and female characters. And it and launched this... with multiple female and women characters. And look at this, look at fucking GTA, dude. Look at GTA, we were just playing that. You can customize your character into being a woman, it's fine. And Laura Croft and all them, they were not swapped out for fucking, no. You remember, <sighs> this is freaking Kotaku. They, they're trying to do anything and anything they can. It's still at least a tip to try to stay relevant. But this is this is, ulcer this is this literally disingenuous. This is intellectually dishonest. Yeah, because it, it, they're fucking folding and manipulating information to fit their narrative. And it's just like, that's not how you write a fucking article. Laura Croft Indeed. is not a sexy lady version of Indiana Jones. She's not, not. She's fucking terrifying, dude. She, what the fuck? But when did Indiana Jones fight a shark and win? <laughs> well, uh, no, no. And Joanna Dark yeah. being a sexy lady version of James Bond. You're only saying that because they're literally based off the same fucking engine, you idiot. And like Perfect Dark Zero hasn't had a relevant game in like 15 years. I don't know what the fuck her problem is about that one. I mean, pretty much the Sarkeesian era is pretty much dead because no one really cares anymore, and she knows. So she's just tried to freaking. Uh, I, I actually, I actually out. saw a uh, a, a, a tweet thread, the Twitter thread about this. Um, can I can I try and find it? Actually, yeah, go ahead, man. Okay, because uh, no, it literally, it literally is like completely relevant to this. It was like saying how. Like it's okay to like play as a fucking. It's okay to play as a woman. It's it's okay to play as like a transgender person in a video game because we've been so used to like the the white male in video games that like as as games have been developed on, people have been more included and we shouldn't shame them for that and we should embrace it because that's not the standard person, you know. Yeah, like I said, for the last fifteen to twenty years, women have made up more than forty percent. Of all gamers, and that's and you know, and this is just completely disingenuous because we know for a fact that video games that are, are twenty plus years old, like World of Warcraft, allows you to play as a woman. Where's that mm -hmm. example? Where's Where's mm -hmm. Metroid? 
Where's she? Yeah, she was, was the first oh, fucking, fucking Metroid badass. dude. Samus Aran was the first yeah. fuck was one of the first fucking badasses, and there was plenty of women uh, that you could play as in the fucking Nintendo and Atari eras as well. This is completely Man, fucking Halo Reach, bullshit. Halo Reach, you can play as a woman. This is bullshit. This is completely fucking bullshit. Zelda had two of the most powerful women ever to be conceived in video games. Fucking Jesus, what are you talking about? I'm trying to find this Twitter thread, bro. It was on my feed, and I... <sighs> so, th this is essentially... She's trying to say that... Um, women in... Uh, women in... Uh, covering... Uh, video games usually... Get harassed and everything. I mean, guess what, dude? Everybody does. Everybody does. Back... Like, like, look, at, look at this shit. Hold on. Every night we are raped to sleep by dick wolves. What the hell? Wait, what? Yeah, this is from Penny Arcade. Uh, August 2010, a different controversy was unfolding in gaming. On August 11th, the Penny Arcade webcomic put up a strip in which a video game character uh, decides not to bother helping out a non-player character, despite the character's plea that every night we are raped to sleep by dick wolves. Shakesville guest blogger uh, Shaker Millie, a publicist, uh, posted about this strip, admitting that generally dark sense of humor about Penny Arcade, but not being a fan of the strip in particular which they felt made light of rape and was another example of how rape victims are often doubted, mocked, and insulted openly. No. Back then, gamers used the word rape casually all the time as a synonym for defeat. It's fallen out of fashion so much over the course of the past 10 years that it's hard to imagine how often people used to say it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you, you shouldn't use that word. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Penny Arcade followed up with a second strip featuring the author and its artist stand-in characters joking directly about the idea that anyone would become a rapist just from, re just from reading their comic. If you're raping someone right now, stop. They told me either. <laughs> what? You don't fuck with Penny Arcade, dude. They're, 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 they're the gaming version of South Park. On October 6, 2010, the site started selling Dick Wolf-themed merchandise. After much criticism, they pulled the merchandise in the store in 2011. It wasn't until September 2013 that Penny Arcade published what they could very generously be construed as an apology by the comics artist, uh, in which he expressed regret for everything we did after that comic. I don't think you should. If we had stopped just with a strip and moved on, the Dick Wolf <laughs> never would have become what it is today, which is a joke at the expense of rape victims or a symbol of the dismissal. Ah, cancel culture. Cancel culture and fucking pearl grabbing. Fun on the bud. <clears throat> and then they're talking about um, somebody at Bioware receiving violent threats. Um, somebody being the real gamers. Sex, uh, Tekken players being sexually harassed as a female. Uh... I can't find the fucking. I can't find it anymore. That's right. How long is this thing? <laughs> this is, is Anita Sarkeesian style, bro. But guys, didn't I tell you I smelled the SGW from it? Yep. A million miles away. 
Look at this. Okay, yeah, I'm done. I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I don't understand what the hell they're trying to prove with that picture. Tropes of... Oh, no, no, we're done. We're done. You know, it, We're it, done. No, look who, look who it mentions right there. We're done. You just lost all credit. You just lost all fucking credit. We're done. No, 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 no. To lose all credit, she would have had to have it in the first place. No, because I was actually trying to give her something. I was trying to I was trying to actually Ugh. go along with this, but she dropped Anita Sarkeesian. You're automatically dead. Your argument is dead. You have you have no credit you have no clout. You have nothing. Nothing anymore. Using, like, why, why, why is she so important? What like I'm I'm, I'm missing Sarkeesian something. Yeah. Is the most <laughs> disingenuous scam artist would be feminist that you could ever imagine. She has filed mm. false rape allegations against people because they took her picture. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. DJ, back me up I on this. I know you're not, dude. I know you're probably not. She 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 raised what was it three three, three point like three hundred no three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars for a video series she was going to do on YouTube about tropes in video games regarding women, never made them. Then she went on to raise another $500,000 for another set of, uh, of videos she was supposed to do, never made them. What? No way. It yeah. like she was just low on rent. Yeah. And she's she's done this two or three times. She's she's the one that, that, uh, that bullied uh, Boogie. Yeah. Well, while Boogie was trying to play the fence, trying to be the neutral party, she went after Sargon of Akkad, I think it was, who, was, who wasn't even part of the panel. Sargon of Akkad was just in the crowd. Arnita Sarkeesian stands up and starts calling him a, a, a garbage human being in front of everybody. And Boogie2988 steps in and goes, uh, yeah, let's not do that. We're on a panel. We're here to have fun. And she attacked him personally. And backstage, she continued verbally berating him. And like yeah. the, the poor dude had a mental breakdown because of the whole fucking thing, and nobody stopped her because it's Anita fucking Sarkeesian. So fuck her, and I'm sorry you had. I was I was trying to listen to what you had to say. You had to drop her. You're done, dude. The moment you figured that was it was Sarkeesian esque, that's when you should have dropped her. I was I was at least trying. I, 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 I smelled no, it. No, 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 no. There's no trying people way. like that ever. It's I, like literally trying to like headbutt a brick wall. I've done it. You, you might be able to, but should you? No, no, you should not. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, that's what's his name from uh, Apex Legends. Moving on, Gibraltar. <laughs> is that, that JB's? That's Jibs. Moving on though, because honestly, I don't want to spend all day ranting about that cunt. Uh, Apex Legends has female character. What the fuck is this bitch talking about? <laughs> It is it is such a common thing now that we don't care anymore. No, we don't. In fact, give a we've fuck, never dude. cared. We've never cared. All right, when Samus Aran came out as a female back in the eighties, it was a huge thing. After that, we all defended Samus Aran. Every motherfucker that would come along, and especially in our age group, right, Deej? Every motherfucker mm -hmm. would come along and be like, "Oh, well, Samus should have been a guy." We'd be like, "Shut the fuck up." No. It was a badass game, and she's a badass She could kick my ass. She could kick your ass. It's all good. So, like, this, this whole fucking idea that, you know, oh, video games are made for boys. You're incorrect. You're incorrect. Fuck, DJ owns three copies of Journey. Yeah. Female, 
female led. Two like, digital, one physical. So it, it, it's not that it's not that her argument or her her stance is wrong. It's that factually, it is. It's incorrect. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, back in our days, like you know, there was a time where girls didn't usually play video games, but we, but guys actually tried to get girls to play video games because these were just so freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's a boy thing. Quit being so fucking close-minded. Pick up the controller. Yeah. And, you know, we, we've had Chun-Li from the fucking 80s. One of the baddest you know I mean? chicks in video. Like like it, it, like I said, like I said, for anybody who's like, you guys are a bunch of assholes, misogynist. No, no, no. We're not. We're not. It's not that her opinion is wrong. Is that it is factually incorrect. It's and fabricated. You are, and you are holding the rest of gaming responsible for the ill behavior of a few pricks who take shit too far. That's what the issue is. That's the, so all of this is factually incorrect. Like we're not going to hold every fucking we're not going to hold every female journalist in gaming responsible for what fucking Anita Sarkeesian did and ripping off all those people. We're not going to come after her after them for that. So why why is it it's it's just it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit and I'm tired of this. We're moving on. <sighs> Sorry. That was annoying. I'm I'm sorry, but <laughs> you know that shit gets me worked up. I hate when it's just I hate when it's just if you're gonna deal with facts, deal with facts. If you're gonna deal with opinions, deal with opinions. Don't try to mix the two. That's my issue. Respawns Vince Zampella takes leadership role at e- what? What? Hey, I know who Vince. We know who Vince Zampella is. All right, let's see this. All things considered, 2019 was a pretty fantastic year for Respawn Entertainment. In February, the game launched Apex Legends by surprise, and it quickly became a game that Battle Royale fans mentioned in the same breath as player unknowns Battlegrounds and Fortnite. While much of the year was focused on building out and supporting Apex Legends, Respawn had another hit towards the end of 2019. Star Wars Jedi The Fallen Order. It was fucking awesome. Hard as a bitch, though. <laughs> Fallen Order is something of a rarity among Star Wars uh, fans. As a focus solely on single-player storytelling without any microtransaction or loot boxes in sight, fans ate it up too, with E announcing that Fallen Order had become the fastest-selling digital launch for a Star Wars game. Wow. That's cool. About time. You know what that means. It's, we're going to get more of this. I hope so, but it means that it beat out Battlefront, Battlefront 2, the original Battlefronts. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, those are, those well, were no, no, no. digital launch for a Star Wars game specifically. Those are Star Wars games. Oh wait, those yeah. are all Star Wars games. I was <laughs> thinking Battlefield for some freaking reason. <laughs> Come back to us. Come back to I us. I know, right? I kept thinking Battlefield. I mean, I think the SJW again. stuff might have scrambled this man's brain. I uh, think it did. <laughs> all right, so uh, mustard, help us wash this taste out of our mouth. With a successful 2019 under his belt, it should be little surprise that Respawn co-founder Vince Zampella will have a new position with EA in 2020. In a profile about Zampella, the LA Times revealed that he'll head up DICE LA, which is long operated as a support studio for DICE Stockholm. With Zampella overseeing things, it sounds like DICE LA will become a fully-fledged studio in its own right, creating new games that will then be published by parent company EA. Good. 
That's oh, good. I mean, yeah. I love this guy. We like, we like, we like, we like Vince. We like EA him. is kind of shitty, but I mean, like, whatever. It's it's best we got right now. Yeah, blame the management, not the developers. Yeah, Deej. Yeah. We'll probably uh, we'll pro- we will probably re- uh, rebrand Zapella. <clears throat> Excuse me. We will probably be we will probably rebrand Zapella told the LA Times. We want to give it a new image. We want people to say this is a destination you can go and make new content. I think they're the uh, I think they're kind of gotten the branding of that. God dang, I'm so fucking out of it. I can't <laughs> fucking read. Come back to us, brother. Okay, <clears throat> this is the uh, uh, to say uh, to say this is a destination you can go and make new content. I think uh, I think they kind of gotten the branding that they're are the support studio for Dice Stockholm. I think rebanding is important for showing people, hey, come work here. We're going to do some amazing things. You know, I mean, it, it, it helps, but I kind of agree because Dice is a good studio, but yay, they always yay treat was, them like, was, like a, yeah, yeah, they were running them ragged, like pretty much literally treating them like a freaking catch cows. Like let them breathe. All right, uh, mustard, you want to finish it off? Okay. Zampella will still be involved in the respawn too, describing his role with studios as that of head coach. It's unknown what new game Dice LA will be working with at Zampella and Helm, but we're guessing that his name attached, it'll probably be a big project. We'll keep our eyes peeled for more, so stay tuned. I know what I want. I know exactly what, what game I want. Okay. I want um Bad Company Three. Ooh, that's a tall order. But I agree. I just love those four guys. <laughs> They're great. Really, you guys, you guys don't have a, you guys don't have a a, a wish list for dice. Um, Dead Space Four. Ew. No, thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I just really want to finish it. That <laughs> what, what's still left to finish? Me what do you huh? mean finish it? What's, what's left? Uh, did you not play the expansion for Dead Space 3? Yes. And you know how it ended, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you're just going to leave it like that? Yes. Fuck that. <laughs> All right, tell, what tell else us, is there to do? All right, hold on, hold on. Tell, tell us, tell us the issue. What, what's going on? And, well, DJ's got. It, the issue. It's, it's, it's been way past fucking everything, <laughs> so you guys can totally talk spoilers. All right, so ex- explain, explain how you're not okay with the ending. Okay, well, I'm assuming that people who uh, listen to our podcast are gamers, and they pretty much know what the Dead Space franchise is, so we'll just skip right to the ending. But basically, for people who haven't played the expansion of Dead Space 3, basically how it ends is that Isaac Clarke and what's his name? Jake Jake Carver? Yeah. Yeah, Carver. Carver. You know, those two actually managed to survive after Dead Space 3, and pretty much the expansion is just them pretty much uh, trying to get to a ship to get off the, the, uh, you know, that planet or moon or wherever they're on and try to head back to Earth. And how basically the, uh, the expansion ends is that they arrive back into the Soul System but as it turns out, several of those those typical moons pretty much starts shooting at them, basically. Well, you know, and shooting at Earth in a weird way. You know, directly. Sperm cells at Earth. 
<laughs> you're, you're not you're wrong. Like, <laughs> like, you're like, you're yeah, not wrong. You know, pretty much impregnating Earth, and one moon was like coming at them, and they, they were trying to get, and they were getting overwhelmed. And no, I mean, I mean, you know, Buster's cool with that. I mean, if, if that's how he was standing. That's, that's fine, the thing. But... Like, that's the thing. We are, we know how, we know the outcome. We know that, like, the Necromorphs virus, virus, whatever, religion, whatever the fuck you want to call it, we know that it can't really be contained. Well, no, not really, but... Techni- technically, it can. Like, technically, yeah, it can. Yeah, it yeah, yeah can. they can, because they have proven it can. Yeah. You know, where? But... Where? Where, are they, where did they prove it? That, uh, what? Dead Space the, the, 1? The monoliths. Yeah. Dead Space 1? Yeah, the monoliths, yeah. dude. That, that was all part of the expansion for the comics, of Dead Space 1. The monoliths yeah. were, were actually originally meant to contain them but it was uh it the became... markers you mean yeah yeah the markers yeah uh yeah, they, they call them markers free, now no it's always frozen so yeah no they can be contained yeah it's they just can that, be contained you know, i don't know it's just you know it's a son of a bitch but like i said I'm, i just don't want it to end like that i'm kind of i'm kind of in the middle because i know the ending like I, I know the ending, and and I played it all, and I've read all the comic books, and I saw all the little mini movies that came out, and um, I have to say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not particularly eager, <laughs> you know what I mean, to to be like, I gotta finish this. Like, nah, nah, I'm good. Um, like, yeah, yeah so that's why I'm like DJ, sit down. This bad DJ. Bad. We don't Fuck need that. another dead space. Uh, well, well you, you don't have one, Mustard? You don't have one that you'd like to see? For Dice Studios? Uh-huh. No. Okay. I'm sorry. I just stopped <laughs> paying attention to them because of... Because of how shitty Battlefield 1 and 5 were. Yeah. They did not do so well. Um. So let's take a look at this. Doing. Uh, speaking of not doing well... <laughs> PS5 spec leak also confirms a feature that you want next want most from the next gen console thanks brain what the fuck was that my brain was just like I'm just put this word here just put this word here read it yeah it's wrong <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> I'm not hung over before anybody says it um an extensive report addressed a huge PS5 and Xbox Series X Specs leaked, uh, providing more details about those ha- uh, hardware details were uncovered and explained the kind of performance expected from the, uh, this year's new consoles. Uh, we've always known the next PlayStation and Xbox will be a lot more powerful than their predecessors thanks to a combination of next-gen CPU, GPU, memory, and SSD components, but the leaks explain how massive the speed bump ahead might be. But that's not all, Billy. <laughs> Billy, is that you? <laughs> uh, the same leak <laughs> seemed to have confirmed a PlayStation feature 5 you may want the most. Uh, that's backwards compatibility, of course. Something that Sony mentioned when they're addressing the PS5 in the past. Uh, they wanted to support PS4 games, uh, even though they haven't released the PS5 for backwards compatibility yet. It seems that they want to go all the way back. So I'm not, I don't trust them. I don't. Not with, yeah, not with kind of the backwards compatibility. That PS now bullshit. Fuck that. 
Yeah. I mean, no. I, I mean, if you have no games, it's a good service, but no, no. Like, I want to buy PS3 games to play on my PS4. I want to, you know, PS2 games. Like, eh, I don't know. No, you just no, buy a fucking like, PS3 then, Jesse. I Easy. have one. <laughs> Do you have a PS3? Yeah, still have it. All right, like, like, okay, so here's the reason we say you can't trust this. For the last two generations, which includes the PS4 Pro, uh, Sony has promised backwards compatibility on a physical and digital level. Every time they've promised it, their sales have leapt in numbers. Just, they've taken a huge uptick. And every time they promise it, never fucking happens. They always they always come back with it's a licensing issue or it's a software issue and then they abandon the whole fucking thing and they still got the money. So I'm taking this with zero fucking faith. What about you guys? Uh yeah, same really. I just yeah. think the, I just think they're too lazy, honestly. Yeah, too much. Yeah, they're just sitting pretty right now. It's like I don't have to do nothing. Yeah, and something I brought up, I think it was in the private talk, when we were, were all talking, uh, the reason that the PlayStation sells so well is because they have that overseas market that Microsoft doesn't. Microsoft has a lot of domestic, a lot of American market, which is North, uh, North Central, and South America, a lot of Xbox sales. Not a lot going overseas. Yep. Sony pretty much has it all. Like they're pretty much everywhere. Another advantage they have is why they're pretty much saying, eh, "I don't have to do nothing." So I'm kind of like I, I kind of I'm kind of leery of the whole. Uh, oh, it's the best selling console. I'm like, it's the best selling international console. Let's cut out that, that in, let's cut out that international part and see how it does domestically. You know what I mean? No, it's still it's still pretty much destroyed. Shut up, G. But uh. <laughs> uh, but the fact of the matter is, is that it's one of those we're on the tail end. They better enjoy it now because you can tell Microsoft is hungry. Yeah, they're coming. You know, they're coming for everybody. You know, yeah, you know, they're hungry for their spot back, and everyone can feel that. So, Sony, you know, you want you, you pretty much want because you know because they fucked up, you know, not because what you did. So, Sony, you better not. You better fucking get into gear. You better do something. Yeah, this new console better come with a free blowjob or something, man, because I'm telling you, Microsoft yeah. wants this. Yeah, yeah. The free ride's over. It's it's literally over. Yeah, now now's now is the season of the competition. It's it's back, folks. The console wars are back. So speaking of console wars, and the winner of every single one of them from 1985 going forward. Analysts say that a 4K compatible Nintendo Switch Pro will arrive this year. God damn it, I just bought a Switch. Fuck. <laughs> and you guys wonder this why I don't buy 4K. fucking... You guys wonder hey. why I don't buy Nintendo shit, dude. This is why. Fuck. They do have that nasty habit, you know, like the Game, really Boy, Game Boy Light, <laughs> the Game Boy Advance. Shit. Now I gotta go sell this thing. Gotta... But as we just saw from the article that we read, Nintendo really doesn't have a problem with making backwards and forward compatible shit. So. No, dude, uh, on the Nintendo Switch, they have the two. They have what three services where you can you can play uh, anything uh, you want. You can play NES games, SNES. You can play anything you want. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they're there's there's these guys these motherfuckers don't give a fuck. They're on a whole different so plane. So literally, them making new consoles every two months is just a fucking cash grab. You, you guys it really is see, so. You guys need to see this is from a business perspective. You know what I mean? Uh, all right. So hold on a sec. Uh, in this round of analysis uh, predictions for 2020, GameIndustry.biz spoke to Doctor Sirkin Toto from. Uh, excuse me. Say that one more time. I kind of choked on the name. Did you hear that? <laughs> Doctor Sirkin Toto. Nice. Why? Why? Why is that? I'm not fucking it up, am I? No, he's a very big Wizard of Oz fan. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Uh, from Canton Games, he says there is absolutely no doubt in my mind that Nintendo will launch a Switch Pro in 2020. My guess is at $399. So this is all. Speculation. This is speculation. <laughs> uh, We've spent so much time on video games today. Holy shit. This is all speculation. I'm sorry. We're skipping this one. Yeah. It's yeah. possible, but we'll wait till Nintendo actually announced something. You know, better officially. hardware and bigger cartridges. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's Dating all. That. <laughs> Dating that and moving on. So. This is something that must be brought to us, and I actually I actually wanted to cover it uh, earlier, but I completely forgot about it. Mustard, master mustard grabbed the ball where I dropped it. Uh, YouTube's new kids content system has creators scrambling because the government could sue them for thousands of dollars, and people are wondering why I left YouTube. So, on Tuesday. YouTube formally announced its plan to have creators label any other videos that may appeal to children. Starting in January... Wow, that is horribly worded. <laughs> it's The Verge, dude. We've read from them before. Ah, okay. Starting in January 2020, if creators mark a video as, as directed at kid... Wow, 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 no. Because that collection will be uh, blocked I got it. for all videos. I got it. Go ahead. I got it. Starting in tw January 2020, if creators mark a video as directed at kids, data collection will be blocked for all viewers, resulting in lower ad revenue. And those videos will lose some major plat some of the wait some of the platform's most popular features, including comments and end screens. It's a major change in YouTube how YouTube works and has left some creators clueless as to whether they're subject to the new rules. You see what I mean? It's tough. It's a tough one. Yeah, your your brain kind of trips on this yeah. shit. So, all right, no, let's let's keep it going. Uh, DJ, please. Fun on a bun. Still trying to get my brain right. Uh, reached by the Verge, Google confirmed that, uh, that the, this new system was the result of a landmark $170 million settlement. YouTube reached with the Federal Trade Commission in September for allegedly violating tri uh, children's privacy. Hmm. It's the largest fine ever collected under the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, which forbids collecting data from children under the age of 13 without explicit, uh, explicit co uh, consent from their parents. In this case, the ruling, uh, the ruling means YouTube can't employ its powerful ad targeting system on anyone who might be under the age of 13, a dire pro uh, problem for a platform with so many young users. You know, this is... Oh I'm not quite sure what to think about this. Do you guys remember when, like, in Cartoon Network, could be like, "Please have your parents' permission before you play online." This is that's exactly what this is right here. Yeah, but that was much. a top of disclaimer, but for YouTube. So hold, hold, hold the fuck on. Um, 
I don't know if you guys remember, but back in the day when we like when when me and DJ first started YouTube, which is close to ten years ago, you had to be sixteen, right? DJ was it sixteen to open a YouTube account? Mm, I guess, or was it eighteen? There was no like age limit on starting one, but yeah, there, trying there, to get partnered was, and, and monetized. Yeah, it was the monetization that was the yeah. age limit. No, because I remember when we first did it. When we first started the Studio Dead. We, no, uh, dude, no, 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 no. You have, you have fucking Sonic Sammy, who was, like, fucking 12 years old, saying frick a million times, like, in, like, 2008, okay? So, there was no age limit to starting one, but getting your channel monetized and getting ad revenue, yeah, you had to be at least 16. Okay, that might be it, then. Because I remember we didn't get monetized for a while. Because, like, you know, there's, there's, no, there's no age limit to starting a fucking Facebook there is. I think you have to be... Well, you're supposed to be 16. I don't know. Either way, this is fucking bullshit. Restrict the age of the site. Go from there. Not even that, man. Not even that. Just just fucking... Like, there's really nothing you can do about this is what sucks. Well, and you know, you're, you're right. You know, and this all falls down to the idea of where are the parents? And why are the parents, you know, uh, allowing their kids to be on... Videos that are clearly not meant for kids. It's the same thing as why do parents let kids play rated M for mature games? It's they literally the same attention. fucking... It's just bad fucking parenting. Uh, yeah. I I mean, especially with a lot of games that are overtly violent and stuff like that, yeah. Uh, the new content system is already sending creators reeling over what exactly is considered kids' content and what... And what could happen if they unintentionally mislabel videos? Some of YouTube's most forty-three thousand dollars is what happens. Yeah, some of the most uh, some of the most popular categories fall into the gray area for policy, including gaming videos, uh, family vlogging, and toy reviews. Creators, yeah, and that's the big one right there: toy reviews. Toy reviews. Yes. Uh, one of the hosts from uh, Matt Manningly's Ice Cream Social. Actually watches toy reviews, and he's 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 damn near forty, or he is forty. He's around forty, and uh, does he, he have kids? I I, I don't remember. He collects them. He collects toys, like he collects Transformers and stuff. Oh, like that. Oh, that's cool. I mean, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so he watches these. He watches these toy reviews, and uh, you, you, so where where like where where exactly is the line of that? And family vlogging. That's another one. That's that's one of those. Uh, I don't know. What's family? What is family suitable vlogging like? Uh, remember what the, is the, the Ebby family that were really popular for a little while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but they got fucking taken down. Did they finally? What happened? Yeah, they got striked for some shit. I forgot for like think for oh, copyrighted yeah. music or like yeah, yeah. They, one of their one of their videos got flagged for like child endangerment and then they yeah, fucking yeah. shut down the whole shit, dude. Yeah, because I think it was it was it was with a daughter, right? That did something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that now. Yeah, now that, now that now that you say it, it's like jogging shit. But here's the biggest one: gaming videos. Yeah, I got bad fucking news. Simulated violence is not the same thing as normal violence. Well, it's not even that. I got bad fucking news: PewDiePie, Jacksepticeye, Markiplier, arguably the three biggest YouTubers when it comes to gaming. Not kid friendly. No, they're not. Not kid friendly. No, all. which is why they have sponsors and shit. And uh, 
it's 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 just fucking ridiculous that now that, that now that you know uh, this whole cop of bullshit is going on, uh, folks like like Markiplier, like Pudes, like Jacksepticeye, who have never been uh, kid friendly, never claimed to be, are 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 gonna fall under this shit. You know what I mean? I think Markiplier tried to be kid friendly. Didn't work for out. a little bit. Yeah, I think he he ended up just saying "fuck that, dude." Like, I'd rather just not get paid for this shit anymore. Well, yeah, he he got he, all his videos got censored. You don't even he got yeah. monetized anyways. So fuck it. Why why am I gonna why am I gonna bend over backwards for less money? That and that's why I think that's the kind of the mentality that PewDiePie and and Jacksepticeye are at right now. It's like if you want to support me, you. you cool if you don't that's cool like i'm not kid friendly never have been kid friendly oh my god i mean like like me and dj we made videos on our channel where most of the time we were drunk uh <laughs> one of them one of the videos depicts me getting stabbed uh dj gets tackled which i tackled him in real life that's child endangerment <laughs> Deej, help me out here. What are, what are the other skits that we got into that like seriously depicted stupid shit? Uh, pretending to snort cocaine. Pretend. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a bit that I came up with actually. <laughs> so that was your idea. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> what, Whatever, what? kids. <laughs> drink, drink drugs and don't do milk. <laughs> drink a lot of drugs and don't do milk. <laughs> Oh, what 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 other ones were there? Uh, murder? We talked about simulated murder. Not Anyways, simulated murder. Moving but, on. Yeah, but but basically. Well, no, I, I'm trying to say that I'm, I'm I'm trying to paint the picture that me and DJ feel this on a personal level because our yeah, our, our videos were mostly bad when you guys were making content though. It's never been this bad. <laughs> we got we got comments. We got comments, but like, fucking sued for forty three thousand dollars. That never happened. Thank goodness. Like, like this is 2020 YouTube, so don't be surprised, folks. If your favorite YouTube channels don't want to cuss anymore, they don't. Their their content seems fucking nullified down to a family friendly level, because that is exactly what YouTube wants. Basically, YouTube is becoming commercial television. No shit, they literally are. They're just becoming another fucking commercial television where they're controlled by the CDC, and it sucks. Not CDC. What the fuck am I talking about? The FD, F, FCC, FCC, sorry, FCC. Fuck me. You we know are what? Out of it, folks. You know what? Government sucks. All right. I, you know what? I, I'm gonna say that. <laughs> FBI. I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah, legit. I'm calling Obama. <laughs> God. Wait, wrong one. I'm calling. Uh... No, he's not gonna give a fuck. Uh... <laughs> oh, <laughs> you call man. Obama, and he'd be like, uh, "Stop bringing your problems to me." <laughs> That's good. Uh, you know, I don't, good I don't question. work there anymore. Oh, definitely, definitely. Our our channel wouldn't have survived yeah. the apocalypse. You know. So honestly, it's like this is kind of like a double edged sword. I mean, this might be an opportunity for other YouTubers to actually shine. Well, here's 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 where I see this going. Mustard said, don't be surprised if your favorite YouTubers get neutered. I say, don't be surprised if all your content now goes behind a paywall. 
Oh, true. That's right. YouTube started doing that, didn't they? YouTube Red, Patreon perks, which we're guilty of as well, but we're doing it because we need this show to grow. All that shit. Don't be surprised if all your favorite gaming stuff and all your favorite video guys suddenly go behind a paywall and you only get updates on their standard YouTube page. Or their Patreons. That's that's where I see this going. Like a per episode thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because I did watch a YouTube episode like a, a couple mean, of days ago. Like, that, that yeah, if you, if you put it behind a pay and the age restriction wall, you can technically do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. That's you would literally have to go out of their way to see your content. I hate YouTube. I honestly fucking hate YouTube. And this is why we don't stream, honestly. I stream. I don't know. Well, I mean, we don't stream to show. Oh, yeah. And FTC is entitled to seek $42,000 for each mislabeled video. And that's the FTC. That's not the FTC. The government, the government just can't see something thrive and not be involved. Well, this is also what we were talking about with... with uh, with uh, uh, Deadpool and all them, the old media versus the new media. You know what I mean? This is mm-hmm. old media attacking new media. Hey, they're yeah. they're thriving, and they're uncensored, and they're saying stuff that we can't say on on, on corporate television. We need to go after them. They can't be saying this, fucking uh, bitch and is shit. The result of losing net neutrality. Also part. No, of that's this. that's something completely different. Oh, no, okay. this is also part of it. This is also part of it. Because net neutrality uh, is in regards to the flow of information. So this is also part of that. Uh, I forgot how it tied in. I made a whole argument about it a while ago. But this is also part of that too. Yeah, well, net neutrality is still here. We're still good. Thank God. Net neutrality is essentially dead, dude. We're, we're propping up its corpse on some sticks and doing weekend up Bernie's. What do you mean? I'm not paying for anything extra for anything else. We, we do uh, <laughs> Actually, technically, if you want anything decent you in the future, that might actually have to be the case. It's like those, you know, it's like the uh, the frog in the slow boiling pot. Slowly but surely, yeah. Like look, look, look at the we were yelling about all the goddamn streaming services. Oh yes, it's already started, yeah. dude. It's already started. And pretty soon, just getting into your web browser is going to become just a, a a platform to get into anywhere else. Yeah. So, anyways, moving on because honestly, man, this is depressing. Yeah, that that is kind of depressing. And, and like, I'm thinking the more and more I think about it, the more and more the whole paywall thing makes the most sense. And I hate so that. Like, the more and more I think about it, the more and more I want to move to fucking Canada. Oh, Canada, free weed. Anyways. Because uh, like in places like New Zealand and the UK, net, net, net neutrality is not a thing. No, no, really isn't. <laughs> I but would, in Canada, I would, it is. I would move to Canada, but I own way too many guns. <laughs> they don't like guns in Canada. You have to give them up. No, give them up now at the border. No, give them up. Yeah. no, no. All right, <laughs> 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 then get them out. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I just take this nugget with me? Can I, can no, get them out. Come on, come on, come on. Pulls in a ruckus, eh? <laughs> oh god! So, <laughs> that was good. All right. 
Uh, an update. Uh, Kevin Feige didn't intend to confirm MCU's first, transger- first transgender character coming very soon. Uh, two sources tell Variety Feige's comments were misconstrued. And this has actually been happening a lot lately. We've already had transgender characters. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, bro. First one. What are you talking about, dude? Uh, Marvel Studios boss Kevin Feig comments about the first transgender character coming very soon to the MCU have reportedly been misconstrued. While Feig's answer appeared to respond to the specific question about a trans character, two sources close to the studio tell Variety that Feig only intended to respond to the first part about LGBT characters, and he did not mean to imply that a trans character will be coming to the MCU very soon. So, once again, this is just, this has been happening a lot lately. But we literally already have transgender characters in the MCU. I don't get it. Uh, we also have LGBT characters in the MCU. Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, I don't, I don't understand this. Uh, Backlash over Han Rob's debut, the first ever gay character in Avengers Endgame. He wasn't the first gay character in the no, MCU. No, he wasn't. What the hell? God, this is so backwards, Ugh, dude. Dude, it's just fucking SJWs again, I swear to God. God damn it. You know Vision is technically transgender, right? Well, <laughs> Vision is an artificial intelligence, so technically he's non-binary. But, <laughs> but he's not... Yeah, exactly. He's non-binary, so he's transgender. Like, No, no, no. Trans- just kinda- transgender is something else. He's non-binary. Dude. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, Loki is also non-binary. Loki can go... Or he's uh, gender fluid. He, he can go from female yeah. to male. And he Which has. Is vision is <laughs> gender fluid. Yeah. I mean, there's stories in the comics about like Loki just being a girl and just doing a random guy and giving birth to his kid. Uh, yep. Why? For the lulls. For the lulls. For the, lulls. For the mischief, my guy. Uh, yeah, essentially. So, uh, yeah, the MCU... Mm, no, no. <sighs> it's just another SJW trying to get cup bait. Sorry, I guess, dude. The uncharted director, the uncharted movie loses another director, dude. What? This movie's cursed. It's never gonna happen. Oh my god, dude! Another year, another decade, another director gone from the uncharted movie. Uh, Deadline reported this week that Travis Knight, who directed last year's Transformers Bumblebee, is off the project. He is the sixth director to be attached to and leave the film since it was publicly floated in 2007. Uh, maybe, that, huh? Like maybe, maybe directors see the kind of fucking project they want to do, and they're just like, "I'm not putting my name on this." No, thank you. I don't know, dude. I mean, they read the script. What's there's a script? <laughs> uh, inside joke. All right, yeah, you're gonna have to get you're, you're gonna have to get on the Patreon for that one, kids. But uh, you know what I mean, though. Like maybe like he just sees how fucky everything is, and like the like all the directors they try to go to, and they're they're just like, no, nah, I'm good. I mean, like like just imagine, you know, like 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 coming in, and you're like, and you read the script, you read the production, and you're like, yeah, no, I'm good with this, I'm good with this, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. So uh, do do you want the job? Just uh. Hold on, I'm I'm reading here. There was a hold on. I gotta flip to this page. I'm reading here. There was a there was several other directors involved. Oh yeah, yeah. So and so from this and that was involved, and they passed. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm out. 
Oh boy! And here's the worst part: this movie hasn't even gotten into pre-production. Yeah, so like it's basically just a fucking story wall right now. Uh, Deadline says that Tom Holland's obligation to shoot the next Spider-Man flick is the reason Knight is leaving the project. Holland is still attached to the pictures as are Atlas Entertainment and Ivy and Arad's uh, productions. Uh, recast please. him, recast him, and give us fucking uh, what's his Fillion. name? Yeah, him, dude. We all want Nathan Fillion. Literally is fucking Nathan Drake. Uh, just yeah, the same way Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, Nathan Fillion is Nathan Drake. Uh, let's Pretty much. <laughs> uh, Dan Trachtenberg of Ten Cloverfield Lane in August was the first director to quit on Uncharted, uh, joining David Russell, Neil Berger, Seth Gordon, and Sean Levy, which is the one that was like the worst one to lose because Sean Levy knows how to shoot action. Imagine they get Christopher Nolan on board somehow. No, no, oh no. Alright. Turn uh, Nathan Drake Inch? into Batman. <laughs> the Uncharted movie is said to be a prequel to the game's narrative, which makes sense if you're using Holland because he's yeah. way too young. Which begins in 2007 with Uncharted's Drake's Fortune. It's moonwalking bastards. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Original concept, uh, original concept had an A-list cast in, uh, involving Mark Wahlberg. As a family antiquities exp- expert who who meets out justice as Russell Medis out justice Medis Medis okay it's Medis it's Medis okay put into Google Translate right now <laughs> <laughs> all right hold on hey haven't heard the click are you clicking. actually gonna do oh my god. No, no, you got it. No, you got the big one right. The big one. The big one. The big one. Yeah. Google. Oh. <laughs> no. Hey. Nope. Okay. Just type. Just type. Type it. Type it in the thing. Type it in the search bar. It's not letting me. In the search bar. In the search. In the literal fucking search that's, bar. That's type not the, the right button. Hold on. <laughs> oh my god! In, in the search bar. In the search bar. That doesn't work on the podcast. There we go. Put. Put there you go. God damn it. Why isn't Haitian? Medis. It's in Haitian. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're dicks. Y'all are fucking idiots, but <laughs> there you go. Meats. Google's fucking Meats. wrong, dude. Meats. <laughs> <laughs> Me, me, right. fuck you, me, Google. You don't know me, shit. Google me. doesn't know fucking English because apparently it prefers Haitian. <laughs> that was bad, man. What the hell? Look at Haitian Creole. Where, where did you get that from, Google? Oh god. Uh, Meet, okay. Who meets out justice? Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's over. Oh, God. Okay, so Sid Mead, the artist behind Blade Runner, dies. It's actually uh, Med. <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the vision behind Tron, Aliens, and more. That sucks. All right, so Mustard? 
visual concept artist and cyberpunk pioneer Sid Med, right? Med? Med. Med. Mead. Sid Mead has passed away at the age of 86, known for cre- for creating the unique, dazzling worlds behind Blade Runner, Aliens, Tron, and countless other watershed sci-fi projects, including Johnny Five from Short Circuit! Exclamation point. Mead designed some of the most iconic cinematic images of all time. <sighs> yes, he did. Yeah. Okay. People, people are still I trying, trying to, to copy away. it today. Try to keep it away from the mic. Oh, dude, Doom Annihilation, fucking Walmart version of Aliens. <laughs> aliens, but you ordered it from Wish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> DJ, please. Me mm. kept busy through the decades, working as a conceptual artist for everything from Star Trek, the motion picture, to 2010, to the 90s fair, like Johnny Mnemonic and Strange Days. Even more recently, Mead Mead lent his gifts to Elysium, Tomorrowland, and Blade Runner 2049. What did you all think about that one? The sequel. I didn't like it. I liked it. Alrighty then. Uh, The news of Mead's passing reportedly came from John McElroy of Autoline, who previously interviewed Mead on his podcast. Twitter's filled today with loving memories of Mead and heartfelt tributes to his talents. Yeah, this guy designed a lot. Like, everything we owe about the future and conceptualizing the future, it came from Sid Mead. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame Even to see him by, by now, he said we'd have fucking flying cars. So, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Elysium. Elysium is something. Because that was a really good one. That was a... That's a... Neil Blomkamp right there. Hmm. Uh, Tomorrowland sucked... And uh, Blade twenty four, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Everybody shit on it. I didn't. I don't see why. It, it, it was a, it was a good movie, considering that the first scene is actually taken from the. I, I think the original script from the book that it was based off of. Uh, Johnny Mnemonic is one of DJ's favorite movies, uh, with Keanu Reeves. It is, Deej. Well, I mean, I like the movie, but not one of my favorites. Please. Every time I had it on at the house, you would be like, no, 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 just, just, just leave it on. Uh, Strange Days, one of my favorite movies, starring uh, uh, Voldemort. What's his name? Tob Hardy. <laughs> God, he plays everybody, right? Um, <laughs> Either he or Sam Jackson. Ralph Fiennes, thank you. Sam Jackson is Voldemort. <laughs> dude, that would be freaking awesome. Oh I God, killed your dude. parents, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, what you gonna do about it? Where my nose at? <laughs> Where my hose at? How dare cadaver, motherfucker? No, stop it. Children's I'm story. tired of all these motherfucking wizards <laughs> up on this motherfucking school. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sam, now. <laughs> oh, no. I'm picturing it, too. That's the worst part. No, <laughs> oh, boy. Focus. No, can't. It's bad. You can't right. do that to us. I know. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it two shows in a row. I'm not going to do it two shows in a row and lose my shit. Uh, films are quietly disappearing from Disney+. Plus. Movies like Home Alone and Pirates of the Cataboon on Stranger Tides have vanished from the streaming service. We all called it 
Uh, we didn't call it on the podcast, but we called it afterwards when we were saying that licensing is going to be a Licensing! Yep. Disney's like, we made that movie. We own it. Uh, nope, that's not how it works. I'm sorry. Not how it works, no. Not it's, yet. And it's funny because I was listening oh. to... Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about Taylor Swift and licensing and all that other shit. And I was like, yeah, we covered that. Um, all right, Mustard, please. With the release of Disney Plus, Disney has effectively done away with its fabled vaults. For years, the vault is where Disney's put its films between waves of releases. Some classic titles um, would be unavailable for long periods. It was a smart way to drive interest in Disney release schedule for DVDs and Blu-rays. Whenever a beloved film... I literally lost my place. Would, would emergence, would, whenever a beloved film emerged from the vault... Consumers, collectors, and resellers would rush to buy it, assuming their opportunities to own it would be limited. But with this new streaming service, Disney promised that all its classics would be permanently available to subscribers. That doesn't that doesn't apply to every movie on the service, however. Some film some films clearly aren't going live on Disney Plus forever. Bam, bam, bam. I mean, we all knew this already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as in fact, as 2020 began, some Disney Plus users noticed that a few films had gone missing from the library. Dr. Doolittle, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean on the Stranger Tides, Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2, and The Sandlot are no longer available on Disney Plus. All, these All titles... movies we could literally live without. Hey, The Sandlot? Yeah, I'm sorry. I could live, I could live without that one. I have it on, I own it on DVD, like a normal person. So. We, we owned it on VHS. <laughs> oh yeah, we do own it on VHS, actually. And Laserdisc. <laughs> Um, all these titles disappeared without warning, and so far, Disney has not commented on the titles. Uh, DJ Gone, bitch. (laughs) 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 Many fans are surprised by films dropping off the service, particularly since Disney hasn't hasn't issued press release about the changes. Where companies like HBO and Netflix put out monthly bulletins of everything coming to and leaving their streaming service each month. So viewers can put their last-minute binges. Disney has only emphasized new arrivals, not departures. But the company has never actually promised that the various offerings on Disney Plus will remain there indefinitely. Sources tell Polygon that in, that encompasses that uh, with various legacy deals are likely the reason for the departure, and that titles may rejoin the service permanently after those licenses expire. Hmm. So yeah, we called we well, we we didn't call it on the show, and I kind of wish we did. Yeah, well, that's why Deadman Tale No Tales is still on Netflix and not on Disney Plus. And then if you, if you try to search for it on Disney Plus, it'll be like it'll be available in twenty twenty one. Oh what? damn! Does it say that? Yeah, it does. So I don't know. This is this is kind of cool. I mean, but I mean, kind of cool. It is. It is kind of cool because this means that Disney is not infallible. Know what I mean? No, dude, Disney fucks up all the time, bro. It's like, but they just have the PR agency to work with them, so that they don't seem like that bad of fuck ups. Okay, but how many, how many, how many people get on podcasts or get on videos and say that Disney is infallible and they they do all of this and that they own all of this and that there, there's nothing they can't do? And it's it, literally this hiccup proves them wrong. Well, yeah, people, I mean, they're not wrong in thinking that Disney is a literal powerhouse of the cinematic world because they literally are. They can get away with a lot, but shit like this, consumers are going to notice right away. Yeah. 
Yeah. So basically, was... Disney released a bulletin saying that these things are going to yeah. leave and you're good. That's, but I think Netflix and, and Hulu do that to cover their ass. Definitely. Yeah. And, and then uh, else is like I remember when they were like, "Oh, we're getting rid of the office," and people literally signed like a petition not to do that. Like they literally got like a million signatures that were like, "Please don't delete the office from fucking Netflix." Delete so Netflix actually bought the rights for the show, and they were like, "Okay, it's on forever. You guys are good." Oh, they bought the rights outright. Yeah, dude, they bought the office straight up. Yeah. Oh no shit! So that's yeah, where all that's the rumors of the reboot is of the reunion. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because CBS was like, hey, we want our stuff back because we're making our own streaming service. And Netflix was like, nah, bitch. And yeah. Netflix no, was bitch. like... Uh, you ain't getting rid of this cash cow. Yeah, Netflix was like, uh, let me just uh, slap my wallet on this. Just re- talking talking to its fucking <laughs> stack of cash as a phone. I'm sorry, who wants... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I can't hear you over these fucking millions, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your show. Throws this, throw, yeah, I was about to say, throw this stack in their face. Here, take that. Give me that shit. You ever been hit with a wad of cash that's like that thick? That hurts. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I know, have. You don't even get that. Oh, God. Fuck. Yeah, because it paper's thick. Paper's very dense. Yeah. It's cotton. But you welcome it. it Hemp so is good. very dense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So let's that, that move. Oh, that is the wrong <laughs> button. That, that's that's that move on. Oh, what the <laughs> You'll find it eventually, folks. <laughs> just, just fucking Mario's going all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear DJ's brain? I mean, literally hit the brakes. Did you hear that? Like he heard the did it, and he was like, "We're starting." Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what have we been doing for an hour? <laughs> look out! Seriously. Look out! Look out! Oh! Wow. You know what that was was the equivalent of Play Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> get killed by the Goomba on your last life, like the first Goomba you meet, you get killed, and you're on your last continue. Oh, that nice. was bad. That was bad. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now let's see this. Oh no, we're gonna get a 17 part fucking YouTube series from Razorfist about this. Michael Jackson accusers can now sue for sexual abuse. Wade Robson, James Safechuck will likely get the chance to revive an old lawsuit against two entities tied to the Jackson estate. <sighs> Strap yourself in. You know, we've kind of kept quiet on the whole Michael Jackson thing. Uh, we we've talked about it. We 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 we've we've kind of speculated around it, but honestly, let the guy go. Like you, you haven't won these fucking lawsuits for a fucking reason. And if a dude on YouTube wearing reflective aviators that broadcast in black and white can disprove your entire case with no legal background, you don't have anything. I'm sorry, but Razor Fist is kind of an idiot about how he does it too. Well, he has some very, uh, he has some very contrarian points um, regarding to a lot of things. But not only is... that, but he's just so he's just so vulgar and degrading and insulting. It's like, why am I gonna fucking listen to you when you're just bumming me out, dude? Like, you know. Well, when it comes to Michael Jackson, he is ridiculously thorough, and I, mm-hmm. I, I like, I, I I understand his presentation might lack polish. Uh, you know what I mean, and he might be a, a little bit rough around the edges but when it comes it's like if you if you want to if you want to make a message that's going to be well received by a number of people don't do what he did 
and make it all fucking ah it's the motherfucking policy they didn't even have a fucking this it's like dude calm the fuck down bro like calm the fuck down talk about it don't fucking yell about it like kyle who drinks too much monster okay that's exactly what you're doing never, never go full alex jones that's exactly what he was doing like he was just getting loud and obnoxious dude like oh my god so i mean uh, i'm just i saw leaving neverland and i've never seen a more problematic dishonest disingenuous lie-filled piece of propaganda for for sure than that and we've watched god's not dead and god's not dead on par God's not dead for for all its faults and purposes was not nearly as bad as that. So I'm I'm just kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of done with this whole fucking thing and I wish these two fucks would either chew on a bullet or relegate themselves to their jobs at Chipotle where they belong. What are you talking about us? Us two fucks? No, fucking Wade Robinson and James Safechuck. Oh, okay, because I was like, dude, I wish I fucking worked at Chipotle, brother. Gained <laughs> 300 pounds in the first week. <laughs> New record! <laughs> All right, Sam can't come in today. Who? Mustard. Who? Fat guy. Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, fine. What happened? Fall downstairs? Can't get up? He's got gout. <laughs> that's, how, that's what you get from drinking too much you asshole <laughs> drinking too much of the fucking the, 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 the brisket juices out of the bottom of the pants <laughs> like yeah he would make his mixed drinks with some fucking with the, with the, juice, with the juice from the black beans and the, and the grease from the steaks <laughs> oh, that's how you <laughs> the guy huh? that's how you get gout huh yeah that's how you get gout <laughs> just in the background fucking mustard that's gives the fucking flavor, bro. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> we completely got derailed. Good. Yeah, fuck these assholes. Uh, and, and fuck Razor Fist. I'm just gonna say it. Make make better content, asshole. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, Hatsune Miku, uh, holographic Japanese idol Hatsune Miku, uh, makes her Coachella debut. Wow. The okay, uh, you go ahead and take this whole article because this is your weeb shit. So. <laughs> oh, fuck you, dude. You're a weeb, dude. <laughs> I'm like half a weeb. No, dude. you're like not. Point no. five fucking weeb, bro. <laughs> it's half a weeb? Deej. Deej. What? Back me up. Oh. Tell him he's a weeb. I am not a fucking weeb, dude. I don't watch fucking, anime. You're singing like the JoJo's theme. <laughs> it's yeah. a song. <laughs> I haven't seen a, a fucking second of, of that show. right now. I've literally never seen a full 60 seconds of that goddamn show. I just like that song. Weep. Weep. Case closed. Weep. Case closed. <laughs> if, this was, if, this was, if this was fucking Mexican TV, that Dr. Laura would tell you to get the fuck out. <laughs> Fuera! Fuera! Pa' fuera! <laughs> there, goes, there goes Sam screaming off stage. There goes fucking mustard. No! No, we Dude, people aren't going to fucking understand what we're saying, dude. Stop it. We're just going to get demonetized. I don't care. Weeb. You're a weeb. <laughs> I am a weeb. I don't care. I'm a fucking weeb. Anyways, what's this about? What's this about? Huh? What's this about? Let's just, let's just fucking read it. All right, okay. let's get this shit over with. <laughs> Hatsune Miku, 
is actually a holographic Japanese idol. She doesn't actually exist. She is completely 100% anime. And uh, <laughs> Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival will now host a new holographic performer, which is uh, Hatsune Miku, on a Thursday night, Japanese holographic... Whatever, okay. Uh, to the Western audiences unfamiliar with Hatsune Miku or her uninterrupted success in Japan, she's routinely sold out arenas in the country for more than a decade. Her origins can sound like something out of a sci-fi novel. She's not a real person, but a combination of software and a virtual animated character. <coughs> okay, so she's, she's Japan's Skynet. We get it. Oh, God. Go ahead and read that. Nope. Come on. Do it. DJ, go ahead and read it. DJ's, DJ's laughing himself to sleep right now. You gotta read it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it. Ah! I'll get paid enough for the shit. Hatsune, hats, hats, hat, Hatsune Miku was first released by audio media company Krypton Future Media in 2007. A single local, local synthesizer software called Vocaloid. I'm not reading the parentheses. Modeled after the voice of anime actress Saki Fu <laughs> Saki Fajita. <laughs> the software has the capacity to sing lyrics and phrases through a user's text commands. Since it's launched, more than 100,000 user-generated songs have been created for Hatsune Miku, and more than 4,000 are now sold through Krypton's la record label, Karen. Uh, <laughs> That's all you're going to get out of me, fucker. <laughs> well, but what Hisune Miku, uh, Hatsune Miku is best known for today is her personified character created during the software's initial marketing. She She's a 16-year-old Japanese pop idol with turquoise oh, twin oh, tails, usually wearing no. a silver vest, black mini skirt, and a tie that matches her hair color. This when performing live... <laughs> Uh, when performing live, she appears on a video screen and more commonly as a hologram, but unlike other virtual artists, such as gorillas, FBI, open up! <laughs> Hatsune Shit. Miku uh, is completely computer-generated. Yeah, so she's uh, yeah, she's an underage hentai character. We get it. Uh, the age of consent in Japan is 12. <laughs> we thought that was 13. But she's in, she's in Coachella, so she's on U.S. soil, so technically... That's well, a minor. Well, she was 16 when she was created in 2007. Oh, so, yeah, but, but she's an AI, so she doesn't age. So that that's hey, that, that's that's racist. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's state of existence is so racist derogatory bullshit right there. Fucking monster. My right. fucking brain we're gonna, we're gonna click this. We're gonna click this. Oh my! I'm turning my fucking it. headphones down. No, you're not. You're that. listening to this. I can't hear what you guys are saying. Love you guys. Have a good day. Uh, oh, that's holy crap! Did you see all that green? Just... Oh, that is so cool. All right, you know, I never got the whole holographic thing. Weave shit aside. That's pretty fucking cool. Oh, God. 
Kebir san. Did you bring the Jergens? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need the Jergens right oh now. God, the Jergens singing along, dude. Listen, hold on. They're, oh my, they're singing along. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, it's just if you look at the audience, it's 90% male. All, almost all. No, I can't even say that. A lot of idols have really mixed white audiences. Imagine what's going through that fucking gu that band's fucking like, head. Imagine. Yeah, I get paid millions of dollars to play backup <laughs> instruments to a fucking AI. What about it? To a fucking hentai AI. <laughs> like, get that camera off me. Jesus fucking Christ You know I never got the whole holographic thing I mean I just don't I, see the appeal I do with dead rock stars but shit like this This is sad Well th th this is cool for a number of reasons One of them is that Hatsune Miku has actually been A guinea pig for a lot of Like particle software Like when they do her big concerts and stuff like that They use her as a proving ground for like particle physics, string physics, and water physics. So when they do her costume changes on stage and stuff like that, uh, a lot of software guys come to come to this company to try to test out and prove their theories of yeah. how it works. So She's that's an AI really engineer's cool. dream, but wet dream really. Yeah. Uh, also, the idea that she is one hundred percent completely uh, computer generated. There, there is no vocalist. Nobody is actually singing this. This is a computer singing. Yeah. So, like, on, on a technical level, all weeb shit aside, this is really fucking cool. Not really, dude. Daft Punk did it first. Daft Punk are two guys that sing and do their own thing. No, dude, Daft Punk's fucking, their first album was completely done on the computer. Uh, I forgot the name of it. Was. See? Homework. Homework, yeah, yeah. It was all digitized. All of it. Even the voices... This is really cool, though, man. I mean, I find this. I kind guess, of dude. I guess I don't. I don't particularly give a shit about it, honestly. It's. It's just. So what? <laughs> I mean, Deej, come on. Like you, you've been the most quiet of all this. Like, well, I said before. Like, I don't understand. I don't get the whole holographic, you know, pop idol thing. But, but you know, but on a technical standpoint, it is rather impressive. You know, it's, it's, you know, it, it really is uh, amazing, at least to me that, you know, they, you know, they're able to pull this off on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, holy live concerts, you know, and, you know, but gorillas have done it before too. I don't get it. I don't get it with you guys. Like it's Again, not impressive at all. Gorillas are, gorillas are, we know who the gorillas are. We know who they are. We even know the bands they play for before the gorillas. This is uh -huh. a completely computer generated performer. There's so no, what? no human involved in this. So what? It's fucking amazing. What do you mean, so what? 
Uh, I guess. I guess you guys are seeing something that I'm not, because I don't really give a fuck, honestly. To me, this is all trying... old technology. This is done before. We've done this before. You know, computers have made music before. It's not anything new. I, it's not. Again, I, I just, I think you're just a, cynic. I think you're just a cynic, dude. On uh, things like this, yeah. On uh, things like this, definitely yes. Because she's not fucking singing Nirvana songs and shit like that. Oh right, because that would make it so much better. Dude. Yeah, no, dumbass. <laughs> uh, actually, you need to talk to Saki Fujita. I, I, it kind of reminds me of a uh, uh, Macross Plus. Remember that anime? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah. That's... Yeah, remember that Deej? That, that whole AI thing? Yeah. Yeah, that one was creepy too. It was though. It's kind of cool. <laughs> anyway, fucking mustard's kind of being a downer. Uh, Justin Bieber teases Sorry. difficult road to a new album in trailer docu series seasons. Um, you know he beat up his own bodyguard. He didn't beat up anybody. The bodyguard was just like, I feel sorry for this kid. Yeah, go ahead, dude. Oh, you knocked me out. Yeah, great. Just get, <laughs> just get the fuck I don't think that's the case. Just get I'm defeated. Just get off me. Get, get off. Stop. People are like, why would you hire a bodyguard? You could kick his own ass. Like, <laughs> like why? I don't, like, I've seen this dude get knocked out by one of the jackass guys. So. Um, you know what? If I'm being honest, dude, Justin Bieber has has really like redeemed himself over the last few years no. like i think he has like he he got he had his he had his whole drug bout he was doing drugs in the middle of the street in fucking santa california santa monica whatever so was Lindsay like, Lohan. that's what i'm saying but like most of those most of those times in people's careers can either make or break you like it did Lindsay lohan like you don't fucking hear anything about her anymore because she's everybody knows she's a crazy bitch but with bieber He's still working with people like Ed Sheeran. He's still working with people like like Post Malone and shit. Like he actually is trying to fucking get back where his fucking career was supposed to be. <clears throat> don't don't bring Posty into this. Posty's too nice to say no to almost anybody. Um, honestly, I don't give a fuck about Bieber, and and I think he's a piece of shit. I think he's jumped on every fucking trend, and that's where it, that's where it landed him. Uh, you're just a cynic. <laughs> no, because we've. <laughs> Just right? Bieber, right? Just... Am I right? No, DJ. Uh, am yeah, I right? Wait there. You fucking asshole. Those... Oh, no, hold on. We've Justin Bieber has been one of these cats that has been in the public fucking eye since they were a kid. Much like Miley fucking Cyrus over here. Like, and you don't hear of any of those fucking people anymore. Dude, like, oh, Miley, Miley, yeah, about Miley Cyrus. She's, oh, she's yeah, because she's she's literally fucking like Andy Warhol and not Andy Warhol. What's the person, what's his fucking name? Um, don't much you dare say Kaufman. Name? Yeah, she's like a Kaufman character. Yeah, she's she, like she kind of is. She's like a bad SNL character. I don't want. I don't want to say Kaufman. Yeah, because Kaufman was only funny to himself, and yeah, Miley is only that. important to herself. Yeah, you mean even her dad's like I don't know what I did. I you just... know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. her dad's her, like her dad's going making Old Town Road with fucking Lil Nas X, bro. He could give a fuck about his own daughter. You know what I mean? Well, especially when she's as crazy as that. But I mean, like, yeah, just to be what happened? I, I mean, when she left Disney, she just busted right out. Uh, that's what happens when you have a lot of money really quick. No, I, so. this, this that's what happens when you have a very clear perception 
of what your career is supposed to be, and you do everything in your power to rebel against that. Ugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. A lot yeah. of people have fallen victim to it. Uh, Jeanette McCurdy from iCarly, she did that. She came out, uh, her her nudes were, were leaked, and then she went on to do... Uh, a couple like, of movies that we've never heard of. Yeah, and she also did underwear modeling and stuff like that. So, like, and, she, and she's another one that we don't really hear of again, I'm telling you. No. And it's it, uh, also, uh, what the fuck is her name? Ariana Grande or Grande or whatever the house. Oh, I can't agree with you on that one. That's another one. I can't agree with you there. What? Why? Because she, she was smart about it. She was actually smart about her career choice. Like, yeah, she, she did the whole Nickelodeon thing. That's fine. But when she got out of it, she didn't make these fucking grand you know, stunts to show like, eh, I'm grown up now. You do. I'm not the old Disney. She didn't do that shit. Miley and all them, and and, and fucking and and uh, what's the name? Randy Cosgrove. They try and Victoria Justice. They all tried to be this little rebellious. I'm an adult now. You know what Vic- I mean? Victoria like, Justice did. Randy Cosgrove did not. She went to school. Well, fuck it. Okay, whatever. But like, but Ariana Grande actually did like okay i'm going to go to the studio i'm going to make the connections that i have work for me and i'm not going to be a dumb bitch about it that's ariana grande and i really really do applaud her apparently for you've never seen the movie the, you know, the, the video god's a woman well no that's that's different that's just personal beliefs that's that's whatever like that, Ew, that's no 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 it has nothing to do with religion like the video no. itself is fucking almost pornographic really yeah, dude. Here, we'll bring it up. Because uh, honestly, fuck Justin Bieber. <laughs> uh, like, like I said, he's doing good for himself, dude. I don't know why you have to hate him. I'm so fucking... Yeah, he was a stupid little kid in the past. That's great, but we all are. Uh, he's I mean, actually I, trying I'm now. Not, I'm not hating on his past. Like, whatever his past is his past. I, I just... I hate when he's... He's such a pretentious fuck. He believes he's owed a lot by other people, which is why almost nobody will work with him. He used to be like that. He used to be. You're talking about like 2016. Uh, you, you, you talk to him, do you? <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> so uh, let's take a look at this real quick. Shit. Oh my god! I've heard this thing. I've heard this song like a million times. Like I said, you haven't seen the fucking video apparently because. Uh, yeah, oh my god. How, how could this not be? At least the visual. Look at this! Okay, fine. Yeah, she made she made a revealing video. That's great. But Miley literally went on stage with a blow up doll, blowing it. Miley's also, as we as we established before, a crazy fuck. But that's what I'm saying. Like she didn't. Yeah, she made a revealing video. That's fine. That's that's great. I mean, every every fucking R and B artist has done one of these. Well, that's what fucking I'm trying to say though. Is that Janet that, Jackson like, did one of these? What I'm trying to say though is that your statement that she did this without having to go with the the proof of an adult thing is wrong. I don't think so, because I I literally think that this is just her feeling herself in her artistic creation. Like literally, Miley, the, Miley the hook did. is literally I'm gonna fuck you so good you're gonna believe God is a woman. Yeah, fuck. So what, dude? So fucking what, man? <laughs> teach, so teach fucking what? So know. fucking what? Like, 
if we use this in comparison to other child stars who tried to make a name for themselves afterwards, like Danny Bonacci, she is probably more like I don't know, man. I just feel like Ariana Grande had her shit together for most of I'm, her career. I'm not, I'm not gonna deny that she she made much better life choices, like yes. much much better life choices. I will not deny that. I will not deny that. But but trying to say that she didn't do the I'm an adult, I'm a sexual person thing is false. I can't, like, literally this fucking video is going in the face okay, of your fine, logic. Okay, fine, 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 so, Okay, okay. So let's compromise and say okay. that she made much better life choices, but yeah. she still fell into the I'm an adult thing. Yeah, and her her caliber was a lot less than other fucking people. <laughs> I mean, this, this is no worse than Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball. Uh, where they where she came out, they had to burn the chain afterwards because it touched her cooter. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> they got done with that shoot, and they were like, "I ain't touching it." What <laughs> does it smell like? Fritos. <laughs> Quit fucking around, dude. Come on, we got, we we got. I'm not. I ain't touching it. No, give me the uh, most amount of gloves you can. I'm not gonna touch it. <laughs> All right, come on. No, seriously, dude, we gotta go. I I ain't touching it. Burn it here. I don't care. I'll pay for the entrance. I ain't touching it. <laughs> All right. Well, Justin Bieber, to go back to the original point here, I'm proud of him, but he's got a lot of redeeming to do. That's it. That's all I'll say. He's got a, yeah, he's got, he's still got a very long way to go. Um, the whole starting a, starting a weird church for tax purposes, like, <laughs> Jared Little started a cult, <laughs> and we want in. But like, we like, still want in. We still. If anybody in, knows any information, we still want in. Uh, but yeah, no, like him starting that church for tax purposes, which he was literally on tape caught saying, uh, he, he's got a long way to fucking go, and, 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 and until he reaches at least a, a neutral ground, I'm gonna still consider him a piece of shit. I mean, come on, dude. The, the guy had his own fucking, uh, what is it, the, the Calvin Klein underwear model thing? Did, did you hear about that? No. Yeah, I did. Oh, really, Deez? Hold on, hold on. Oh, my God. Oh, we oh, got they, to. They, they actually photoshopped his junk. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh, here we go, here we go. So, which one is it? It's this one. Come on. But then again, it's the internet, so you really don't know which one is true. No, no, like, like we, it's, it's not even about the internet or not. It's we, we know this happened because the, uh, the original photographer, <laughs> the original photographer for Calvin Klein was like, "That's not my picture. That's not the picture I took." And they made him look more buff, and they give him a bigger, bigger fucking bulge. It's so yeah, funny. Yeah, here it is. Hold on. Zoom in. Why? Wait, can't one of the f- fucking. So on the left is the original photograph. On the right is the is the the photograph that was heavily fucking photoshopped. And like I said, the whole reason this became a thing was because the original photographer. Uh, started getting lambasted for saying for for they were accusing them of, of photoshopping their subjects and the original photographer was like I didn't do that 
<laughs> here's the original picture I took. Oh, so that's how this. Whole... Here's here's the email I sent. Yeah, so here's like like <laughs> here's the fucking differences. His biceps. Look at his biceps and his his shoulders, much bigger. They thickened his neck. Even they his do- tattoos are more like shiny. Uh, they uh, they they deepen the shadows on his eyes and his cheek to give him more definition. They upped his shoulders right here. His bicep. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that swell right there. Here's here's the funny part. Look at the size of his fucking gorilla hands here. Baby hands. <laughs> and and like they give him they give him a bit of a booty and a respectable dick. Unlike over here. It's it's a fun dip. <laughs> I think you need to change your dick characterization there, guy. <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, this is this is this is what's this was. And according to uh, according to some sources, Bieber is the one who paid to have all this done. Hmm. So, like I said, he's got a he's got a long way to go. Um. Oh, Any man. updates for the number one with a uh, Deech? Is, is it still Mariah Carey? Is it still Mariah Carey? I don't know. Let's take a look. Yeah, it is. God damn it! Oh my god, when she's got to go back to the ocean for hibernation? <laughs> god damn it! Oh my god! It keeps getting worse for Posty. Look. Now it's a holly jolly Christmas, jingle bell rock, and rocking around the Christmas tree, knock fucking pose down to number five. You just can't stop her. Oh my god, it's, it's like a Mariah train. Look at this, she's just dragging the whole holiday season behind her. It's a parade. She's she's doing the parade. Oh my god, and look who's right after this. Look at it. It's the most wonderful time, dude. Oh my fuck. Last Christmas by Wham? What the fuck? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, all this shit needs to die. Just go away. Let it snow, let it snow, let it s- And the original Baby It's Cold Outside, which, by the way, there's nothing fucking wrong with it. Didn't need to be remade. Fuck you. Hey, man, it had some serious uh, no, rape undertones. Okay? <laughs> it did not. <laughs> It had some serious uh, degrading uh, no. lyrics to women. In case. No. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. And fuck anybody who thinks so. And this is why I hate music. It just appeals to the male fantasy. Oh, my God. <laughs> are you right? bleeding just internally? The are you bleeding internally from saying that? No, dude. I, I honestly believe that you know oh, music oppresses women in many ways. <laughs> Let's go ahead and wrap this up because I think Mustard's about to pass out from the pain of having that pass through his lips. I'm delirious. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast Deej. has actually made me fucking delirious. Deej, wrap it up! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, are you tired of media always appealing to the male demographic? <laughs> <laughs> Just for them clicking on all the girl stuff. Hold on. There you go. <laughs> Men, there, there. are you tired of having weeds break into your house and trying to steal your freaking cheese? Ah! Well, you can repel them all with VTN merchandise. That's right. <laughs> our merchandise is just too awesome. They'll, they'll repel all those bastards away. 
We have t-shirts. We have socks. We have ladies t-shirts. That's right. We don't discriminate over here. Nope. We have stickers, both genders. We have pillows <laughs> that all genders can enjoy. <laughs> Cell phone cases for large and small packages. <laughs> We're not we have happen. sweatshirts. We have t-shirts. We have it all. Where can you get this awesome merchandise? Well, I am so glad you asked, random person. At www.teespring.com forward slash shop forward slash VT Network. That is right. We have it all. That's on this one page. (laughs) So bye now. You discriminatory weed. Are you tired of getting laid? Are you tired of all the women? (laughs) Damn it, dude. That was next week. (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Are you tired of of completely AI pop stars breaking into your house and fucking <laughs> trying to give you all the oo-woos? <laughs> and want to make floppy disks with you? Oh my god! All the all the oo-woos and shit. Oh my fuck! All right. So on social media, folks, you can find us on Twitter, <laughs> VT Network Number Two. Um, on Facebook, it's also the VT Network Number Two. We 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 will be sharing our Patreon links, and we'll be sharing everything that you need to know from here on out to how to support us on these uh, social medias. And if you and like you know, I'll keep this joke running. If you want to keep you know keep telling Deadman how Destiny Division are the ah. same game, it's just me from a fake email at this point, guys. You need to start helping me out here because I'm 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 desperate for the help here. But our email is vtnetwork84 at gmail.com in case you want to contact us for whatever reason. Probably tell us how we how our podcast appeals to the male fantasy. Oh, God, fuck. <sighs> tell them about your stream. Oh, yeah. I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on mixer.com forward slash kernel mustard. The first L in kernel is a capital I. And um, yeah, I stream everything, really. I, I don't. I don't. I don't just play one game. I GTA, fucking Dead Space, Call of Duty, Rainbow Six, everything. Zoo we Tycoon. do it. All. We do it all. Oh yeah, and Zoo Tycoon. I haven't played that in a while, actually. <laughs> check uh, check check the text for the call real quick. Check, just, check the what? Check uh, click on Discord and look at the look at the call. Oh, I see. It's what Deadman thinks you are. <laughs> how he wants to treat you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weeb. Anyway. You're a weeb, bro. You're a fucking weeb, dude. I'm not a weeb. I don't know why you keep saying that. There you are. Never denied it. Anyways. We'll keep it separate for the Paul Show. <laughs> thank you all. Uh, thank you to Paul Schroyer uh, for keeping us on the network. Thank you to the Magic Squirrel Network for uh, keeping us on and keeping us going. Uh, thank you to all the listeners, and thank you to everybody who's going to be on the Patreon supporting us. You know, and and th- that's the best way to support us. If you don't want to spend an hour an hour and forty five minutes of your time listening to Three Fat Nerds. Chuck us a buck or two. Um, it, 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 every every little bit helps, and we're more than happy to welcome it. So I believe that about wraps us up. We're gonna head to the post show, and that's gonna be coming out every Wednesday after the initial episodes. Uh, so I believe that about does it. Say good night, DJ. Good night, DJ. Do you like zombies, video games, and risking your life from the comfort of your own home? Then tune in to Ashley's Zombie Saturdays, 9.30 Central, 10.30 Eastern Standard Time, only on Magic Squirrel Network.